be wrong. They like blow up a, a bridge or something. Been done hundred years ago. Yep. Look at this intense Man. battle. The Oregon National Guard. Jeez. Horses in the river. Now, as you know, Keaton is not a soldier. He really doesn't have a role here. He's got on his fake uh, his fake jacket from uh, you know from the from the spy on the train. And he doesn't really have a role. So look, watch him. He's out of place, but he just sort of mimics. <laughs> His sword is broken, of course. Now he'll poke this guy in the butt. All right. Again, he's out of place. He doesn't really have a role. He reported it. But this is what he always wanted, right? To be a Confederate soldier? Yes. Now he gets to play one. With a defective sword. Right. Boom. Like a cannonball. Ba -na 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 -na. Yeah, I think we should war it that way. What do you think, sir? Uh. uh Non-stop jokes. It hurt my butt. Okay, now, I don't know if this is funny because the joke is he gives an order to a guy and then pow, he's dead. Then he gives an order to the second guy and pow, he's dead. Then he gets... Wait, they just die on... Oh, because he got shot. Yeah, this is the guy I was talking about. But he goes, okay, I'll... He gives the order to this one. Right there. Pow, would... he's dead. I mean, is it funny? It's the guy died. Of if course, this was fake. If this was Family Guy, I'd be like, ah ha ha. <laughs> right? Two dead, who cares? Ah ha ha. It's funny that we don't care. Oh. This is the guy yeah. I was talking about earlier, the guy who's taking the shots. You know, I just recognized Kevin, him. I guess Kevin they have so many actors. Yeah, it's Kevin Klein. That's right. His first role ever. Now, look, where did his sword thing go? It stabbed Kevin Klein. Ooh, in the back. Coward. Another he... death joke. So now he's going to take on the cannon himself. Now you saw all those Confederates down. Uh, you saw all the uh, Union guys down in the water, right? Right. Okay. The cannon shot to the sky, and you expect the joke is it'll be it'll land and blow up the cannon, right? Right. Oh, it's going to it not... It blows up the dam? Yeah. And that makes like a wavy. Carl, this is so cool. I've never seen a dam get fucked up like this. You know, it's one thing just to blow up a dam and be like, cool, but they got to put in a show. Like, you got to have a, a plot and a story and actors, yeah. you know? Uh, otherwise, you can't just blow up a dam. Right. But I would just watch a dam being blown up from 100 yeah. years ago. Right. It'd be like, hey, here's an hour's worth of train blowing up and and they're like, we'll put a story in a love interest. <laughs> yeah, if you want. Damn. Okay. Another train, not direct. Well, it is direct. Yeah, yeah, well, is yeah the last card. Wasn't yeah. a big disaster. Oh, heart attack. They can't do oh. any PGI, but is this funny? Whoa! Whoa! God, that's so strange. I didn't realize. I always thought, uh, just from the photos I saw, I always thought he was uh... Union. Yeah. Okay, now he's coming back, and like they won, they defeated the Union from their sneak attack. Right. So everyone's like, "Yay!" So look who it is. It's the general there to his right. Oh, so he's going back to work, huh? Oh, he doesn't get the credit. The general. No, he'll get the credit. Were they going to tell him that his uh, train's back? I guess no. Yeah. Okay. Look who's finally waking up, Captain Anderson. 
The guy who started all the fucking trouble, son of a bitch. Northern guy, Union. Yeah, that's right. Shit, it's you, the bad guy. Now, Buster Keaton will not pull out a gun and like say, like, I'm gonna shoot you. Like he pulls it out and it's, uses it for implication. All right. He goes, look, he goes, look. See this, uh, yeah. this gun here, see? Okay, so let's go. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not your fool after you, sir. I got the gun. <laughs> see how he twirled it? Yeah. Now, I got to give it to Captain Anderson. He is going to gracefully surrender as a defeated man with dignity and honor. He goes, look, look, it's bad boyfriend. Right, right. Now, the gun will. He's about to present his sword. Oh, hey! Even disgrace, <laughs> he's like, would you please? Goodness. It was like 10 seconds without a stunt. Yeah, he's really funny at this. This way, sir. Oh, he finally gets a sword. Whoop. Yeah. Uh, do you want that sword? Can I take it? Is that your unit? What the fuck? Stolen Valor. No, sir, it's Stolen Valor. I've been pretending to be a veteran all this time for a discount. I was able to see this movie for four cents. I got on the plane. They gave me first class. I can't take it off. First I'm class good. tickets. Yeah, I got, on the, I got on the train. Are they going to give him a new uniform? Well, yes. You're not supposed to know that yet. Oh, He's I just figured it out. Like Brian. being disgraced, he thinks. Yeah. Put that on. Now you see the hat he's wearing, right? Right. That's a that's an upper class hat. You see, so he goes, "Huh? What?" I mean, oh, that's he's a, not that's going a... in as a private. But he wasn't a private to begin with. He just happened to put on that uniform. Yeah, I know. So they're they're enlisting him and making him a lieutenant. Oh wow! I hope this war never ends. Have your sword. That isn't a sword. That's a north. That's a Union sword. I know. I was thinking that every single time I watch. Look at him. he stands there proud. Yeah. Now uh, when he gets to occupation, he's not going to say. Train guy. Occupation. Jerk face. <laughs> like a boss. Soldier. Face. <laughs> like a boss. I'm a jerk face soldier. Yes, a you jerk are. face soldier. Yes, you your are. jerk face. Now he's like, gets to finally kiss the girl. Not with all these guns and a train there. But he's got a salute because now he's an officer, you see. Oh, and he's on shore leave. <laughs> Here comes another fuck. And what's with the gun uh, uh, tree? That's kind of cool. That's old school, I guess. Yeah, that way they don't lay on the ground and get, you know, like rusty yeah. or. He's never going to get the sword. Right, but he has an ingenious idea. Since he is right-handed, he can kiss her and salute. Aww. What a, what a romantic war. <laughs> All right. Hey. Annabelle uh, Lee. Annabelle Lee, great job. Great job. Marilyn Mack. Uh, he was the, a great baseball oh. player that like the whole crew would pull over and play baseball whenever they could. And people were like, he could be pro he could play professionally. Hey, this one has a different copyright, 1970 Killiams shows. No, it was definitely the, that. Um, he had Snecknick had the Joseph copyright in 26. But this, is, but this is a Bill Killian film classic production. Listen, Joseph Schneck was uh, Russian born. Uh, he was caught in a payoff scheme to buy peace with militant unions. He was convicted of income tax 
as evasion and spent time in prison before they granted him a presidential pardon. He became infatuated with the unknown Marilyn Monroe and played a key role in launching her career. Really? Yeah. This guy's all over the place. Yep. Huh. All right. Uh, well, I hope, uh, Carl, what you think of this movie? I loved it. And yeah, I, I loved think it, it should not have been a bomb. Yeah, that's strange. This movie has always been considered a classic, and I just, I guess I never got around to see it, and uh, I have to say, like, it's the same feeling you get watching a blockbuster. I mean, granted, it takes place during the Confederacy, but on the side, but, you know, the stunts were pretty good. The, the story arc was great, you know, it was yeah. definitely tension. You know, a lot of these films, you, you see a film, and even in the slapstick films, uh, you never think there's any peril. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. I'm just watching some stage play you know yeah even the perils of pauline no train's gonna run her over with no, a fake mustache come on well i feel like you know it's uh you you don't really want people to be in danger that scene in bowfinger where they cross the freeway and they they tell them it's you know it's stunt cars you're scared right. shitless and in a way in the audience you're kind of relieved that it was cgi because you really don't want to see anyone in that danger yeah you yeah. just saw him do that thing he really was in danger. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was great. Oh, I'm glad I watched that. Uh, that was a pretty cool movie. Well, Carl, we, we are going to spend uh, next week watching more uh, public domain movies. Okay. And, and I actually found uh, a comedy starring uh, Harry Langdon and Joan Crawford called Tramp, Tramp, Tramp. Okay. Where, they, where uh, and Andy lets in, uh, it's only an hour long. I will research this movie. Tramp, tramp, tramp. Oh, wait. I you'll just... research it? Yeah. Harry Edwards, 1926? Yeah. All right, so we're doing the switcheroo. Yeah, we're doing the switcheroo because we uh, we have a lot of public domain movies that we want to do shows about uh, and then move on to the regular shit from around the... Uh... We're okay. so excited. We have a fresh batch of public domain movies that we still haven't gotten our hands on. So uh, this one I definitely want to check out. Uh, Tramp, 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 okay. and we'll, we'll watch that from 1926. Harry Edwards. Yeah. Okay. I hope it's good. I have no idea, but it looks pretty funny. All right. You're doing the research. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Great. Yeah. It all works out. I think so. Yeah. I'll get a break for a week. That doesn't suck. Well, we are on. Guys, listen to us next week on Muni Radio. We're on every Sunday. We're excited and always grateful for that. It will be on 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And if you enjoyed the show and you haven't uh, subscribed to our, our podcast, please do. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Subscribe to our YouTube channel where Carl meticulously links the podcast to the movies uh, and then uses footage from a failed show from 10 years ago for me. And then... Uh, <laughs> And we're also on Facebook as Let's Watch, a full-length movie on YouTube. And we always – and we're also on Twitter. If you want to be our 37th follower, please do. Uh, we put up the, the, the graphics. Carl also does the graphics. And we also want to thank Microsoft Paint for the ability for Carl to do this uh, on all of our social medias that we had mentioned. So please stay tuned. Donate to Mutiny Radio. Keep keep subscribing to us. We love the numbers. and We love our numbers to go higher. So. That's it. That's all I got to say. I just begged to the audience to, to no, stick with why, us. Why not? If, if they're listening to the end, they can, they can handle a little begging. You don't think they, they start and go, uh, I'll see what next week's movie is, and they just skip to the end? <laughs> I guess. Uh, I'm really not sure what's going on in the public mind, but we love you. So. We love you. Well, fair enough. Well, thank you guys so much. Uh, on behalf of Carl and myself, we'll see you next week. Uh, later. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. You can watch if you want to. You can slap Spiegelman's behind. L-W-A-F-L-M-N-O-Y-T on Mutiny Radio. Mutiny. Mutiny. Yeah.
It's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny! Yeah, it's, it's pronounced mutiny. Mutiny! Well, my turn-offs are guys who say mutiny. Mutiny? Well, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Oh, Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman! Hey! Mike Spiegelman! Mike Spiegelman! Mike Spiegelman! Mike Spiegelman! Ow! Ow, baby! Uh, we're taking off the jacket. Uh, this has been dead for 70 years. <laughs> Don't get mad at me. Don't pour red wine. No blood on my jacket. <laughs> it really has been dead for like it was my grandmother's she and she was alive before prince was dead yeah hey everybody welcome it's six o'clock it's time for the happy hour the happiest hour it won't be two hours of comedy tonight we'll see what happens we do extra long sets because we only have a few comedians on the list your host pam benjamin doing the ones and twos in the back chad stein of my brilliant buddies great new show on thursdays from two to four, where he interviews amazingly smart people, as he is himself. I'm gonna put this. You're too kind. Here. Oh, your show is really good. Thank you. I'm excited about it. Makes me learn every time. I keep, I, now I'm obsessively watching my Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes up and down every day by like a hundred bucks. And I'm like, oh, I should not watch it every day. Uh, I, had a, I had a nervous breakdown the other day because Samsung sent me a new phone. AT&T was like, hey, we're giving you a new phone. We're giving you a Samsung 10. Aren't you lucky? It's free. It's a gift from us. And I'm like, why do you want to track me? Also, my phone was fine. I don't need a new phone. I was so confused. I was crying. I had a nervous breakdown because they gave me a free phone. I was like, I don't want a new phone. I don't understand my old phone. I just figured out how to use my old phone. And now I have a new phone. It has all different little buttons with different things. Why? Why do they make me do this? Why do they think? I'm an old woman. I don't, I can't even program a VCR. Like, why are you making me program a new phone? And it's the Google and the stuff. And the, ah! Had a couple nervous breakdowns this week. Most of them technology-induced. You have technology issues? Yeah, I can't. I can't. I'm analog, man. I'm phew, hella analog. I still smoke actual cigarettes. I don't do vaping. That's none of this digital addictions. I have real addictions to cigarettes. Did you know that the state of California made illegal menthol cigarettes? Well, San Francisco did it first. They said no flavored cigarettes, and it wasn't just because, oh, kids like flavored cigarettes. I think it was a targeted attack against Muslims because they like Nargila, and so all of the smoke, bongy places, the things all left the city, and I think it was targeted. This is a TED Talk now. This is no longer jokes. I'm <laughs> like, I love the smoke. Do you have any vices that you love? to drink i changed my whole life so i could drink and smoke pot every day yeah i sure did i used to teach high school and i had to be there at 7 15 in the morning and uh the only joy i had when i was a teacher was smoking a cigarette on the way to my class and i was always late and the kids would be out in the cold to be 7 20 and they'd be freezing outside and i'd be like i'm so sorry i'm late nobody should be awake this early in the morning I used to teach emotionally disturbed students with emotional disturbance. I was a junior high school teacher of students with emotional disturbance, and it's perfect because now they're all comedians. <laughs> I see, I know the same kids. They're so cute. And, and they keep using the R word. They kept going, they keep going hard on the R word. They say the retard, and you know what? I earned that word. I made $24,000 for four years so that I can say retard, okay? I was a special ed teacher. You don't get to say it. You get to say it if you want. Because you were one of my special ed students. Hell yeah. And it was just speech therapy. It wasn't anything else. Come on now. So I mean, sure. Different, different abilities to learn. I'm an auditory learner. So everybody thought I was so smart as a child because my parents would tout me out and they'd be like, look, she can read. She's three years old and she can read. And they'd put me in front of the little Aristocats book and I would take it. And I would read the stuff, and then I'd go, ding, and I'd turn the page. Because I'd memorized it off the record, 
And so I was really just, I had, didn't know how to read. I just knew how to memorize, which my parents loved because it was great for Bible verses. Anybody raised on loving Jesus? Yeah, Jesus. Everyone wonders why I have a beard fetish. I'm like, okay. Like, you wouldn't let me have an invisible friend. I wanted a four-foot cat that was the same size as me that was gray. Like, when you go to Disneyland and you're waiting in line at the Haunted Mansion and there's that picture that's a lady and she's laying on a chaise lounge and it turns into a cat and it turns into a lady and it turns into a cat, I wanted that as my invisible friend. And my parents said, no, having invisible friends is weird. You're seven years old, but you know what you can have? A 33-year-old man that sits on your bed every night and holds your hand while you talk about boys. Jesus. Good. I can memorize Bible verses. Here's a fun story. So um, when I was in kindergarten, and I was four years old, and I knew how to read, and that's fun, and then they made us memorize Bible verses, and I stood up in front of the class, and I did my Bible verse, and when you did your Bible verse, you got a little tiny ice cream cone. But when I went up on stage and did my Bible verse, Mrs. Mowers, that cunt, she gave me a graham cracker, and she said, fat little girls never get anywhere in the world. You're a chubby little kid. Here's some graham crackers, which ironically have the same amount of calories as the tiny ice cream cone. <laughs> but I was just like belittled in the back, like munching on my, I'm too fat. I'll never be good enough. It's okay. It's fine. It's the, the, you know what the boys are doing now? Have you heard about this? Men now, they're intermittent fasting. Have you heard about the intermittent fasting? Men are microdosing food. Like you're going to mansplain anorexia to me? I've been doing this for 30 years. It's fine. Actually, I was, I was an anorexic. I was bulimic. But that's a rich girl's disease. No? Say what you want about bulimia, but it makes you four times the consumer. So good for the American economy. So important. But I wanted to be known as an environmentalist. So I used to vomit into the composting. Regurgitate, renew, recycle. That great acidic compost will be great on the wine vines in Napa. 2020 Pinot. It's crazy. Be good. Explain and eating. I only eat when the sun is in the northwest corner of the sky. You have an eating disorder, sir. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> Boom. Patriarchy's real. I have um, up here, these are pot uh, fudge pieces with walnuts in them. And they're like seven milligrams a piece. So feel free. Take as many as you like. Have fun tonight. And um, I'll do one more joke before we start this up. A joke I haven't done in a really long time, just because I heard the sirens out there. I used to babysit these two twin six-year-olds, and they were so cute. And I tried to foster creative play. So this one time, they tied me to a desk chair with yarn, and they put tape over my mouth. Um, and I'm sitting there fostering creative play, and they had a laser pointer, and they stuck it to my hand, and they said, we're cutting off your hand. And I was like, ow, ow, ouch. It's like fostering creative play, ow. And they took the laser pointer to my foot, and they were like, I'm freezing your foot. And I was like, it's so cold, it's so cold. Creative play, it's so cold. And they took the laser pointer to my chest, and they were like, I'm breaking your heart. Like, are you playing one or two? Playing two sports. We're playing police state. Oh shit. What did I do wrong? And they put their little six year old heads together and they came back and they said, You stole a laptop. What kind of Islamic police state is this? You're cutting off my hand because I stole a laptop? And they looked at me and they if you were black, we would have shot you. From the mouths of babes! 2021, racism is real. The children, the six-year-olds are telling us. You're not scared. You should be now. Well, I haven't run that joke in a while, so thank you for letting me run that joke. Are y'all ready to get this started up? Yay! I'm your host tonight, Pam Benjamin. Yay! I'm dressed like um, a dominatrix ninja witch that's what i'm dressed as today the perfect costume for today 
Uh, your first comedian, I believe, on the list. Right there in his puffy little outfit. All right. Up your hands together for your first comedian of the night, everybody. Kyle Morrissey! Yay! Yep. I, uh, I don't know how to not convey that I don't really feel like a startup when I wear this stuff. Because I work for a startup, so there's <laughs> nothing I can do. Um, so uh, 2022 is probably just going to be so much better than the last two years, for sure. You know, people got this look in their eyes right now that really makes me have faith for the future of our species. You know, everyone, it feels like everyone's trying really hard to let you know they're okay. It, you know, oh, Ted Lasso is a great show. Like, ew. Gross. That's how everyone feels right now. I I at w- now that quarantine got normalized, I I just dove into not trying to improve as a person. Yeah, that's a hot take. I yeah, I needed quarantine to just keep doing what I was doing, but now I can justify it. Uh, I I was really sedentary. I've been really sedentary for the last two years. I got skinny fat, which uh, if you need an idea, it picture if Gollum tried to apply to your startup. That's that's what's going on under here. I'm not gonna show you. Uh, I I it it's bad. It's pretty bad. I I already got made fun of a lot for being skinny. Um, just because I was skinny enough that people, d- I got called a Holocaust survivor like growing up all the time, just because it was like, yeah, that'll that uh, that makes sense. Like, I was that skinny that people could call me that, and it was more correct than it was offensive. That's, <laughs> I was just that people would be like, dude. You look like a Holocaust survivor, and I'd be like, you know what? I can't beat you up, so I guess we just we just have to fuck. Oh, I thought that that's not a good place to start when you get skinny fat, because I, I I didn't even have any like like affordability. I went straight from being told now that I'm skinny fat, I went straight from being told I look like a Holocaust survivor to being told I look like a Holocaust survivor who stole all the bread from people who died in the Holocaust. <laughs> you know how offensive that is to hear <laughs> as a German? <laughs> you think I look Jewish? <laughs> Maybe I could afford that. I'm show business. Show business. I learned a lot about my health during a quarantine. I, I got diagnosed with celiac disease recently, which means I I have to be gluten free. Um you know, I kinda I kinda had a feeling. I kinda felt it in my body. Uh like I took I took a twenty three and me test recently. It turns out I am fifty percent white woman. Uh l- like exactly fifty per- like on my mom's side. My my mother my mother was a white woman. She still is a white woman. She didn't like Rachel Dolezal herself. But uh, but when I went to the doctor, I told him if I have like a piece of pizza at one thirty in the afternoon, it's like I'm really hungover and I feel like I'm going to pass out. That's just a piece of pizza at like noon. And he was like, all right, well, we should play this extra safe. I'm just going to s- put it down as COVID-19. <laughs> And I didn't like that because the only thing that having to be gluten-free and getting COVID have in common is when you feel like you need to tell everybody about it. Uh, yep, uh, through a group text. Hey, this is uh, everyone I had physical contact with when we were eating the other night. <laughs> Listen, you probably don't need to get tested. I'm just letting you know. Please stop taking me to Olive Garden. Uh, <laughs> please. Speaking of hangovers, I this isn't a flex, but uh, I, I will not be having one of those tomorrow because uh, 
I I have the cure to hangovers, guys. I it's a it's a little pill um called not drinking in your 20s. And it's a great way to lose all your friends. Um I hate I hate telling people that I that I don't I don't do that. I don't I don't drink because and and cuz you can tell people get weird about it and and they don't really it's just like a general discomfort. Like they don't really know why they feel apprehensive towards me, but I do. Um because there was another actually very prominent historical figure who really advocated sobriety in the early 20s. That was Hitler. Uh, Adolf Hitler. That Hitler. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I don't know if you knew that about him, but he was a, a bit of a wet blanket. Uh, and I get it because like when I, when I watch the news nowadays, I'm like, yeah, I don't like the direction Europe's going in right now. Uh, <laughs> inflation's terrible. This is all stuff that Hitler felt. Why doesn't anyone like my art? <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Goodbye. Yeah. Kyle Morrissey, these pot things are gluten-free. These pot treats are gluten-free. They've only got chocolates and nuts in them. Yeah, they're like seven milligrams a piece. Feel free, absolutely. Yeah, so you take two, man. Absolutely. 14 milligrams for you, bro. Uh, your next comedian, I know, we're getting Oh, So, like, we're kind of doing, like, five minutes right now. But if you're doing so well that I forget to look at the timer, well, then that's just how it works, right? Uh, put your hands together for your next comedian. He's a lovely human being. If you want to see him very funny, put your hands together. For Newman Shock, yay! Uh, I'm going to be fighting Nazism by getting shit-faced tonight. That's what I'm going to be doing. Yes. My parents don't want me to drink, though, so I think they're Nazis. Okay. Uh, they look like me, so I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. It's... We're here. Are we so scared of COVID? Are we scared? Nobody's wearing a mask, so I, I think we're not. I, I, I'm fine with getting COVID. I'm okay with getting COVID. I just don't want to get COVID doing something I don't like. You know, like, I don't want to get COVID at work. Like, I'm not ready for my cause of death to be customer service. That's a bit much, you know? Like, how do you die? You work an extra shift at Starbucks, you know? Like, that's, that's a very bitch way to die. I don't know. Um, I've been, I feel I've been thinking about Hitler a lot, mostly because of the last set. Um, yeah, I, I've realized that like, um, I feel I feel like art art is subjective, you know. And Hitler was a painter, so there's definitely somebody out there who's not a Nazi that does like Hitler's painting, you know. And that's a very difficult conversation to have, you know, like uh. Yeah, I like Monet, I like Picasso, and there's this little other artist, kind of underrated, you know. Um, he he's a big in, he used to be big in Germany, not so much anymore. Starts with an H, ends with an R. I, I, it's, it, I don't know, man. It's it's like it's liking like it's 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 kind of like liking R. Kelly now, you know. Except R. Kelly made good. I d I've never seen Hitler's paintings. I've listened to R. Kelly's music. And uh, R. R. Kelly, R. Kelly, he's made good music. He's peed on, he, he peed on kids and made I Believe I Can Fly at the same time. That, that guy has range. So, you know, Hitler, Hitler might have had some good paintings. He killed a lot of people, but, you know, he was painting at the same time. People have range. That's what I'm saying. Uh, God, I, I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> uh, what else do I want to talk about? Um... I was raised Muslim. That that's me. Um, I was raised Muslim, but like, um, and the big Muslim thing is like everybody thinks we're all like terrorists and shit. And it's weird for me because like I don't think I'd be a good terrorist, you know. Like just like I think I'd be like late to the meetings. I'm a very like I'm not I'm a very chilled out person, you know. Like I listen to reggae, and I I don't I don't think like Bob Marley's jamming was playing while they were like plotting 9/11, you know. Like that wasn't on the rotation. I'd be very surprised if Bin Laden was a reggae fan. You know, he did have a laptop that he had. They had video games and stuff on his laptop. 
but they're, they they didn't they didn't find reggae. I think he needed reggae. I don't know what I, um I've realized that like um the judges at kids beauty pageants are like one sentence away from ruining their entire lives. You know what I mean? Like cuz kids beauty pageants they're already kind of like iffy. Okay. I don't know, like if you're an adult judging a kid's appearance, that that that's a bit much, you know? <laughs> like this like if you look at it like a twelve year old and you're like, th this dress looks really nice on you. I don't know, man. You like you add one more word to that sentence and it's over. You know what I mean? Like you're you're done. I don't know. Um now when I was eighteen I used to work at this uh work at Ross and I had this coworker who was kinda creepy. Like, I told my coworker I was going to date, and he was like, oh, is she another 18-year-old? I was like, yeah. And he was like, I'm really into those barely legal chicks. And I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like the term barely legal just means you're, like, almost a pedophile, you know? Like, you're just, like, right above. Like, what? what you know what I mean? You're, like, people who, like, use the term barely legal are like one lonely night away from being a pedophile. That's what I'm saying. It's very, very edgy. I don't know. What, what do you want to talk about? 2021 is almost done, which is cool. 2020. You, you guys think 2022 is going to be better? Hopefully. That's how you know it's not going to be better. I, I've never heard somebody be like, hopefully this turns out well for me. And it does. You know, like no, nobody is like confident that that. If somebody said like like hopeful, hopefully my life becomes better, then they're done. You know, like it's it's not gonna turn out well for them. They should just go to AA and actually. Po I don't know. I'm 21, and uh, I think I should be able to run for president. Cause I feel like if you're able to get shit faced, I feel like you should be able to bomb a country. I think that's fair. Goodbye. A young man with things to say about Bob Marley. That's good. Yeah. You see, Chad put some, Bar Bar put some Bob Marley in for you, just for you. Yeah. You went through your phase. That's good. You went through your Bob Marley phase. That's good. Yeah, get up, stand up. Stand up and turn that shit off, because we're done with Bob Marley, all right? Your next comedian. Very funny man. One of my favorites on the scene. Uh, he's a good friend. I'd like to introduce you right now to Hunter Uniac. Who have come up being your radio this whole fucking year? Yes, exactly. But not all the comics show up late for a fucking open mic. Like the guy who's wearing a safety vest. You think you could sneak in with that shit? Motherfucker, trying to act all sneaky and shit. I'm colorblind, but I can still see that shit. All right, Jesus fucking Christ. Neon, fuck you, man. Hey, how, how, how are you gonna get a New Year's kiss from a stranger wearing what you, looks like to be a fucking colorblind traffic cone outfit? You know? We can hear you pee, sir. All right. <laughs> Guys, I'm, uh, let's, let's do a chat right now. When I say 2020, you say it's going to suck, okay? 2020. Oh, shit. You know what, guys? I was remembering the good times, okay? Let's do it again. 2022 is going to. Fuck you, Pam. You're over 50. Anything after you for this year just sucks anyways, okay? Jesus Christ, I'm 27. I'm in my prime right now. When I know this year is going to be fucking shit, okay? Yeah, that seems about right, you know, for that whole thing. It's crazy. Like, what, what, what are our New Year's resolutions? Mine's not fucking dying. Like, you know, like that, that, that's how low our bar is, you know, for New Year's resolutions. All right, the lady who's over 50 isn't applauding because that's actual New Year's resolution for anybody over fucking 50. Go back and wash your hands. <laughs> fucking crazy it is news this year's gonna suck it is i've actually um started talking to my dad last year so um next year we're gonna have to talk even more and like you you are right, this like you, we're comics we've all been estranged to our father at one point 
or not, right? You're 21. You're still estranged to your father. Don't fucking say that shit. <laughs> but, like, um, this is getting too real. It's getting too real. Motherfucker. Looks like Betty White just died, and me talking about fathers. That's too real? Okay. Motherfucker. All right. Weird, though. It is. Like, I, I have no goals for 2022. I have none. And you shouldn't either, all right? My goal is to get out. My goal is to get COVID for 2022. All right? That way, I could actually say, like, when I kiss a girl, I actually say, like, hey, I gave her something. You know? <laughs> oh, I came up with that on the spot. That means I'm a dick. All right. <laughs> Jesus. 20, COVID, is now, COVID is now an STD. All right? And I'm saying that because I don't fuck, so I hope it's an STD. All right? Because that way, at least I know I'm being safe. Okay? So weird. It is, guys. It is. Like, if it, I don't know, guys. I'll just talk about my father. You know? <laughs> um, I, I work for my father, if you guys don't know that. A um, little bit about him, like um, we were construction together, and um, he actually fell off a scaffolding, you know, um, a couple of weeks ago. So like that's why I know 2022 is gonna suck because like all the stuff I wanted for this year already fucking happened, you know. But um, he fell, and like no, he's he's still coming into work in a fucking wheelchair. I have to like you know push him around the job site, and he's bitching me saying like why the fuck is the job site not handy, capable, accessible? And I'm like motherfucker, you made the job site. All right, this is your it's your fault. Like he he's bitching at me. He's saying, like, Hunter, you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong, you're doing this wrong. You know how beautiful it is. So, so mm, tasty. To wheel your father into a corner and put him on time out. By the way, he's paying me. My father paid me to put him on time out. It's amazing. Oh, my God. His legs are broken right now. I wanted to bend him over my knee and just spank his ass, say, like, you're a bad boy. Okay, not like that. But, um, okay, maybe like that. Fuck it. I don't know. We're getting weird, people. We're getting weird. I want to give my father COVID, like it's an STD. All right, that's what we're saying. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if that's the thing that gets me canceled? You know, just like, yeah, uh, uh, sir, I called my father daddy, all right? This is okay. It's in the family. Don't cancel me. Um, he does have a restraining order against me, though, so we're good. You know, this is why, like, when I first started doing comedy, I didn't put my last name on Mutiny Radio. <laughs> Because it'd be like, bring out this guy. And, like, you know, I'm talking about sexually harassing my father. It's like, that's why I don't say my fucking full name on here. But I'll give you my social security code. Um, no, I won't. It's so weird, guys. It is. It is. I'll give you a dad joke. Hey, what do you, um, what do you guys call the Native American ghost I just jabbed my finger with? What do you call the Native American ghost I just jabbed my finger with? Pocahontas. Where was that finger? The world will never know. <laughs> it was in her bum, guys. Um, <laughs> you say Clinton? <laughs> it was in her Clinton. I don't know where the clit is, Pam. Um, this is so weird. It's great. That's right. That's right. Um, there was a study did by MIT. I like it all. Like, this is my last public stuff for last uh, year, so I'm not going to end with a joke. I'm going to end it with some uplifting stuff, okay? I think that's what we all need. Uh, there was a study done by MIT in the 70s that said by the year 2040, society will have crumbled down. Like, we're always fucked. And uh, they redid that study um, last year, and we're ahead of schedule. Yeah, that's what I'm ending on, people. You fucking racist Mexican. All right, that's my time, people. Hunter, you have 2040, 18 years from now. 47 plus 18 is too old. I hope I'm not alive. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Oh, my gosh. Very nice. Hunter Uniac. Everybody clap it up. Yay! He talks about his dad so much. I think he might have an edible, ed edible, edible but that's what's your mom. No, so when you have an edible complex, it's your, with your mom. But I, I'm actually looking for a guy with an edible complex meaning he really likes to eat edibles because I make them, and maybe he'll like me. Uh, your next comedian, I'm sure he's going to be funny. It's his first time here. I'm super excited to see what he has to bring to the table. Put your hands together for Leo Perez. Yay. Hey, how's it going, folks? I uh, just want to thank you now for your patience while I mumble and stumble and fumble my way through these uh, new jokes here. All righty, so, uh, so a friend of mine just uh, got back from a road trip in which she uh, drove through part of the South, 
and uh, she was telling me that they still love Trump down there. Uh, like they, uh, yeah, everybody wearing Trump T-shirts, MAGA hats, and you know Trump flags all over bumper or Trump stickers all over bumpers and whatnot, and Trump flags everywhere. And I was like, wow, that's that's crazy. I mean, they still love Trump. I mean, we're going on two years after he, you know, failed to get reelected, and the South still you know, trying to support him. I mean, they got like a special kind of love for Trump. You know, I mean, the, the South's got a special kind of love for Trump that I haven't seen for another politician. I mean, for how homophobic the South is, it seems like they're pretty gay for Trump. All I'm saying is that I bet if Trump came out and said, okay, ladies and gentlemen, I've got the cure for COVID. And the cure for COVID is if you suck on my penis. He'd probably have a, a line around the block in most of the cities in the South. That's all I'm saying. All right, well, let's didn't go uh, too well as I expected. All right, well, um, see here. Uh, I was a... Uh, Reading an article online recently about a study that was done in 2021 with uh, 2,000 female contestants where they asked, what was the preferred body type in a partner? And 75% responded with the dad bod. I can't get a break here. No, seriously, because, like, I mean, I grew up as a fat kid. I mean, I, I wore t-shirts swimming my entire life. If anything, I invented the dad bod. I mean, that's just my luck. Now that I uh, get sober, lose the dad bod, all these ladies are into the dad bod. Well, thankfully, they say power is the greatest aphrodisiac. And, well, what's more powerful than a huge dick? Yeah. I don't mean to brag, but is what uh, plenty of women in the past have told me I am. So... Pretty powerful. All right. Uh, so uh, I'm trying to be a little bit more politically correct. Uh, for example, I stopped calling things retarded. Um, yeah, I uh, realized that uh, pretty offensive to a lot of people. Uh, I never put really put much thought into how offensive that is uh, for the most part of my life I just use that word to describe things I didn't agree with or people I didn't agree with and uh, looking back on it I'm actually kind of ashamed it took me so long to acknowledge how offensive using that word in such a negative context could be to some people uh, which is why now I just call things gay I don't just to let you guys know uh, I'm obviously joking. I hope no gay people are offended. Truth is, I actually love gay people. Not like in a gay way or anything like that. But uh, I think they got uh, good energy, and they make great customer service employees. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, um, so I was uh, watching a documentary about uh, ancient Egypt. And an interesting fact I learned while watching that documentary was that the uh, ancient Egyptians, uh, all the way from the pharaoh down to the slaves, used to wipe their ass with their hands. Another interesting fact I learned while watching that documentary was that the aliens built the pyramids. They didn't say that in the documentary. Uh, that's just the conclusion I came to after learning that first fact. Yeah, I just uh, just find it hard to believe that somebody is wiping their ass with their hand is designing a structure so complex that scientists today still can't figure out. You know what I mean? Like, doesn't that sound ridiculous? You're telling me that the uh, project manager of that site mapped out all this fucking structure so perfectly aligns with the stars, but he did everything well with a hand that smelled like shit. Is that what you're saying? 
Now they could they could design the pyramids, but toilet paper was too complicated for them to figure out. I mean, I don't know. Honestly, I think uh, I do think it was the aliens, uh, and um, I think it makes a lot of sense why we don't really see them around anymore. You know what I mean? Because I mean, how how would you feel if somebody tried to take credit for something you did? Yeah, I mean. Think about these supremely intelligent beings looking down on fucking a couple of people wiping their ass with their hands trying to take credit for something they built. You'd be pretty upset as well, you know what I mean? I mean, when you think about it, all the countless abduction, anal probing stories make complete sense now. Um, so it was a... Uh, uh, I think I'll just uh wrap it up now. Then, thanks, thanks for listening, guys. Yay, Leo Perez! Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. How did they move those stones? How did they move those huge rocks? How many Jews did it take to move? It's a different kind of ratio. It's like, right? It's like 100 Jews to one rock. It's like 100. There's some math happening that maybe the aliens figured out. I don't know. I think that, I think, I think the cephalopod, does everyone know what a cephalopod is? It's, um, a cephalopod is a squid or an octopi. I think, and they have their eyes on the sides of their But they raised them. And there was a comet, and it crashed on the Earth, and that's why we have cephalopods. And the huge, giant squid, they live under the ocean at deep, deep depths with, like, zero pressure, just like, just like space. Mush also, mushrooms are from space, 100%. We have alien technology on our planet right now. Cephalopods, mushrooms, all of it. I agree. Everybody, clap one more time for Leo Perez, because it was his first time here, and I'm so glad you're here. Clap for Leo Perez, yay! Thank you for talking about important things. I'm so confused. That's because I'm on mushrooms, too. Your next comedian is New Year's Friends. Uh, your next comedian, she's honestly one of my favorite comedians in the Bay Area. I love her so much, and she just killed at Cobbs on Wednesday. And she's doing a 30 and 30, so you're going to see her everywhere this entire month. And I'm excited to see her right now. Put your hands together, everybody, for Lauren Kraut. Yay! Rockin'. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, Chad. Move that over there. Okay, I'm going to do a little bit of new and a little bit of old and, and have some of these things, and you guys can, you don't mind if I have a couple of these, do you? No, 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 no. I was typing this word, uh, this sentence on my computer today. That would have been cool. And then the computer read underlined woulda. It's a word. It's a word. I would have gone, but I missed the bus. It would have been fun to see. Like that. You got two words. You got it. Don't tell me it's would have. It's not would have. It's woulda. You got two words, would and have. You chop off half because it's an SOB that knows you 250 bucks and then the time you bailed them out. Done. Gone. And you got would. You take the D at the end, you pull it out just a little bit, you got woulda. You don't need have is what I'm trying to tell you. Okay, I should get out more, huh? All right. But you'll be happy to know that coulda and shoulda are in the works. All right, good. That one went, oh, okay. Uh, cauliflower is not the problem. Brussels sprouts are the problem. Fuck Brussels sprouts. You don't start out as a stinky vegetable one week and get a nose job by some food scientist, and then <laughs> you're the hot shot staple on the menu everywhere. You don't do that. All the Brussels sprouts are pouting. Oh, it's so hard being everyone's favorite. What if every bit vegetable on the block decided to do that? What if beets take it into the head that being blood red just isn't enough? 
I'm so sad about being a bee. I want to be sexy. I want to taste like a cheeseburger. It's my sexy beat impression. The what? It does? Oh, wow. <laughs> I forget the rest of that. No, that's all right. Um, uh, oh, I know. Uh, I'll sing a song. Oh, I'd hate to have an existential crisis when I'm on stage in front of all of you questioning life's meaning and its purpose, not finding any and letting you all down. Okay, thank you. You ever get high and zone out in your mother's name? Evelyn, Evelyn, Evelyn. Who are you and why did you procreate, you evil sorcerer you? Trying to take over the world with your neurotic, Jewish, anorexic, clinically depressed, slightly suicidal excuse for a daughter? How is that supposed to help? Oh wait, that's me. <laughs> you ever get high and think, is it angel food cake or angel food cake? And why not just angel cake? We don't say pumpkin food pie, do we? Ever get high and say, this shit is funny, I'm gonna write it down. <laughs> you have, haven't you? And then you find it later and wonder when the cat learned to draw? What the hell is this shit? Yeah, I like to write when I'm stoned. I go to different places. One of them, self-confidence land, is so rare and unexpected, I hyperventilate whenever I'm there. I actually feel good about myself right now. Oh God, I can't breathe. And it appears that I'm headed to Witty and Cleverville, though sometimes the signs point in that direction, but when I get there, I find a black hole with a note saying, are you fucking kidding me? That's what I do when I, I'm home. I smoke pot and write jokes. I love doing that. It's my best part of 2021. Woo! Giraffe Corner, yes. Woo! Ginger! Ginger has a lot to say! That's Ginger's voice. Anybody watch Giraffe Corner here? I know Pam does. You guys should check it out. It's on YouTube. I get I get dressed up in my giraffe onesie, and I have Ginger and Shirley. They're little stuffed animals, giraffes. And the camera is here from like here to here. And this, you just see this giraffe torso, and then these two stuffed giraffes. And you hear me doing the voices of them three. Pam knows. She's seen it. And we did 51, 51 episodes. This is this week. We just did a whole year of um, Giraffe Corner. Anyway. Um, what else can I do for you? Uh, how about another song? I was singing this on my way here tonight. Perhaps you know it. I'd like to count things in my head because I have OCD. I like to drive myself insane and do so endlessly. You remember that Coca-Cola ad from the 70s? I'd like to teach the world to count and be obsessed like me where everything has a number to count and sometimes it won't rhyme. Everybody, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Ladies only, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. OCD is the real thing, not Coca-Cola. Thank you, thank you. Uh, what else have we got? How about, um, did I do Oive? Did I do Oive yet? No. There's something about saying Oive that just captures it's better than fuck. It's better than oh fuck. It's better than fuck you. Well, maybe not better than fuck you. That fuck you is pretty good, but Oive says everything. Oive says frustration. It says calamity. It says heartache and foreboding. Oive, I dropped the toaster in the baby's bathwater. So guess what we're having for dinner tonight? Oy vey, that took a dark turn, didn't it? <laughs> okay. That's another new one. Uh, I didn't press the sprouts in. So. 
Fuck yeah. Is that all right? <laughs> we like that one? Okay, we'll keep that one. Uh, <laughs> 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 oy vey, oy vey. <laughs> <laughs>